Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio Show. This radio show is about a really big topic and it's I think it's really important timing for this radio show and the blog article that's going to come out and it's about narcissism and evolution. And I know that right now lots of people are wondering what is going on. Why are so many people going through hard times? And in relation to this community, what has this got to do with abuse? And what has it got to do with victims of abuse? And I believe it's very, very interconnected. And that's something I want to talk about in this article, including information about what I believe is really going down, what's really going on. Many people are sensing things are different now. Things feel different. They feel precarious and even frightening. And I know a lot of people are faced with their greatest fears and insecurities and suffering greater emotional battles than they can previously remember. It really is like everybody's stuff is coming up for them. Everyone I talk to has stories of how their life has recently gone through drastic changes or they know of many people whose worlds have recently been turned upside down. Many people's relationships are splitting up, including the relationships that we may have thought were stable and tight. Additionally, many people's businesses are failing or they've suffered retrenchment. Many people have lost the possessions that were dear to them. And I also know of many, many people suddenly contracting all sorts of diseases and illnesses and even really serious ones. In fact, many people's lives bear no resemblance to what they thought their life was two years ago. I also believe that narcissistic abuse is becoming so much more obvious. The relationships that are based on fear, control and exploitation are exploding and we're seeing that on personal levels as well as on public levels through the media. What was once hidden is now coming to the surface. Narcissism is being exposed and people are learning on a much greater scale what a narcissist sociopath is. Our world has been rapidly changing. When we look at our world, we can recognize that there have been drastic changes within a very short time span as compared to history. In the last 200 years in westernized countries, women now have legal property and voting rights. For the first time in thousands of years, women have been able to survive even abundantly. They've been able to flourish without the protection and the earning capacity of a man. No longer are children working in mines. 
Love relationships are no longer gender defined and based on survival needs as the glue that holds them together, but are now demanding greater emotional mutuality and connection to continue. In many parts of the world, differences are now embraced rather than the fearful segregations of different nationalities, skin colours and religions of yesteryears. Technology is updating at lightning speed. We are seeing unprecedented levels of information accessibility as well as technology and medicine that has increased our well-being and longevity. Yet despite these advancements in our life, Many people are realising their happiness is not granted by technology, acquisitions, greater lifespans or even increased rights. A lot has changed very quickly, but is it enough to create a world on a personal and collective level of true harmony and well-being? When we see the epidemic levels of ego, fear, manipulation and abuse being passed from generation to generation and escalating through all tiers of society, we need to acknowledge something has gone horribly wrong. Many things have been changed for the better, but there are clearly systems which haven't. We have been moving towards more compassion, equality and oneness in some ways, but we're still really struggling in others. We only have to look at our world to see that the last 5,000 years hasn't brought about collective emotional well-being. This era of power, this particular period of 5,000 years that many civilizations had predicted for centuries even before the 5,000 years, was termed a time of growing consumerism and personal power and man defining himself as per acquisition and outer accomplishment in order to know his worth. So what man decided and modelled belief systems on was my beingness is to do with my havingness. This era is what Paul Levy wrote about in his book Dispelling Wetico. The term Wetico is a Native American Indian term meaning a parasite of the human mind. Wetico is coined as the psychic virus infecting humankind. The egoic madness of basing inner worthiness on acquisitions and external forces and approval. The truth is, the concept of Wetico is talking about narcissism. The 5,000 year long era of power created a belief of lack, separatism and the need to compete. Hence a world of dog-eat-dog and survival of the fittest was valued. As a result, Consumerism and class distinction became about the haves and the have-nots. Institutions in the last 5,000 years 
have created separatism, not oneness. Many religious and political systems have asserted, my way is the only way. And as a result, countries have been attacked and millions of people have been murdered in the name of, I am right and you are wrong. Absolutely, there are wonderful religions and communities who embrace oneness. They apply inclusion by accepting differences and they promote self-worth, self-love and true collectiveness and harmony. These are not the institutions I'm talking about. The ones I am referring to have committed genocide on a huge scale, ordained by a higher authority, which is generally a man-made narcissistic version of God. The murdering of millions of women, any woman who was connected to arts and crafts, the land, healing herbs or her intuition in any way or suspected of was just one of the many examples of these barbaric atrocities that had nothing to do with either love or God. These genocides were committed without sanity or reason. They were fueled by fear, ego and the thirst for power and control, pure and simple. This 5,000 year reign of power was based on externalism. If you don't follow my outer control, you will be shunned or discredited, rendered inoperable or tragically in many cases exterminated. Mankind was programmed to look outside of self through control and fear of consequences. We were told we were minuscule unworthy and emotionally and morally incapable. We were told that we must answer to an outside source to be saved. And if we didn't acquiesce, we suffered wrath or threats that terrified our soul. We were not allowed to tune into the inherent oneness, divinity and love that we all have coded within us. When we love, accept and embrace ourselves and when we are not toxically poisoned and traumatized with control and fear. Collectively, we were disconnected from our inherent state of love, wholeness and oneness. And this is insanity at its worst because organically, when we are at one, we are whole and we are peace and love then this is exactly what we see, promote and co-generate with others and life. People who are whole and at peace are not needy and empty and they have no need to compete. They don't need to win at someone or something else's expense and they have no need to force other people to change in order to feel happy. Wholeness, by definition, means exactly that, being whole. And how on earth could we feel whole when our established role models expressed enormous requirements and in fact demanded them to add insult to injury 
our apparently needy, not whole role models who required us to be a certain way in order to be fulfilled were vengeful or threatened us with our own demise if we didn't comply. That is not a model of wholeness, peace or true spiritual unconditional love. In fact, it's incredibly easy after being abused by a narcissist to recognize it is nothing more than a narcissistic model. And of course, as you know, your own narcissist identically vowed and declared that his or her abusive, controlling, demanding behavior was for your own good. In stark contrast, spiritual, unconditional love goes like this. I have no requirement for you to change in order for me to know myself as love and wholeness. If our values don't align, then I allow you to be you and I set you free. And I am now free to be my own version of life with people and situations who are my reality. If the world wasn't so focused on fear, control and pushing back and trying to force certain people to be a certain way in order to be at peace, it naturally would be. If we'd been encouraged or even allowed to connect healthily to our own inner beings and inherent divine inner guidance and higher power, we would naturally be whole and we would treat life and others accordingly. Lecturing, prescribing, forcing, controlling, power tripping and abusing in order to try to get self-serving needs met has never created healthy results. It only generates more fear, more pushback, more disconnection, more separation and more of the unconscious illusions that keep fear, pain and the struggle going. The fear of separation and externalism all relates to the same core wound. The illusion of, in my own energy, I can't be whole and at peace and therefore I have to get or change something or someone outside of me to try to feel better. The intense discord and mess on this planet all began with intense separation and emptiness emotionally within our own individual selves. I believe that the eras are shifting. Unfortunately, many people are waking up out of the trance. Now, more than ever, there is a huge shift of consciousness with the recognition that personal happiness and well-being actually has nothing to do with acquisition or intelligence or power but is in fact defined by our emotional relationship with ourselves. The interesting thing about the last few years is many people are losing all the outer things, all the labels and all the identities that they thought defined them. The greatest gift of having nothing to cling to on the outside is when we have nowhere left to turn, we turn inside. And this is where we finally discover the truth 
that what we were scrambling for all this time outside of ourselves was inside of us all along. And this is precisely how most people experience personal catharsis. And I certainly don't believe that there is any coincidence that so many people's lives, the version they believe to be real, have broken down, leaving them with the truth if they choose to embrace it. Many people pulling away from the illusion, I have to get myself from outside of myself, are discovering that their natural inner coding knows love, knows oneness, knows there can be enough for everyone and knows that a deeper part inside connects to a higher guidance system. This connection to oneness promotes growth and the highest potential of self, whilst adding to life and others holistically rather than needing to reduce in order to succeed. When we are in touch with the deeper, inner and higher aspects of ourselves, we connect to the bigger universal understandings of life. We then start being our true self, our natural state, which is love and expansion without fear and neediness. This opens up for us the ability to generate and receive our greatest joy, our most expansive wisdom, our most divine expressions of love and highest flourishing and not just for ourselves. If it was just for ourselves, we would be only catering to our small, separated, needy self. And this is ego consciousness, which is unconsciousness. And it's based in fear, separatism and lack. And that is narcissism. When our well-being caters to the entire field of life, it caters to our true self. Our expansive self, that is all of it. The self that is connected as oneness in life to everyone and everything. In such a state, how on earth could we harm or diminish another or anything when we know we would only be damaging an aspect of ourselves? Many societies talked about a time of reckoning, a time of change of eras of consciousness and a time when life as we know it would no longer be able to sustain itself. History has proven all eras collapse. They all have their time periods and their ending. I believe that we are exactly in that time now. The collapse of the era of power, which is, to all extents purposes, already dead and simply going through the decaying process. The green shoots of rebirth are all around us and most importantly, they are within us. And I believe that we're being forced, whether we like it or not, to let go of our false, separated, egoic selves and evolve. So it's up to us whether we want to go down with a ship or we choose to evolve to a new way that our psyche, souls and world desperately needs. So when we look at the painful and destructive results of ego, 
we understand that egoic separatism and externalization is self-destruction. Anything or anyone that needs to consume trying to fill an empty void not only causes destruction of the environment and others, but also ultimately themselves. The era of power promoted individuals valuing their egos above the collective values of personal responsibility, truth, authenticity and wholesome and holistic connection with self, each other and the world in general. And this is exactly the environment that has allowed narcissism to flourish and we've all been a part of it. It also created an environment of people who were suffering enough of their own disconnection, inner emptiness, powerlessness, fear and anxiety to be attracted to and mined by narcissists. We're all involved here. When a world is trained to be needy, empty and addicted, choices are not good and they don't generate healthy results. So when we look at our world situation, we know the world's financial system is in chaos. Foods are classified which aren't foods. The quality of our plants, air, food and water is seriously affected. And soil. We are publicly mesmerized by celebrities' lives that convince us how we're not good enough and how we need to buy more and get into more debt. Pharmaceutical drug pushing keeps us alive, sick and medicated. Many of the structures of psychology and medicine have kept people entrenched in remaining unconscious, powerless and dependent. A life of persistent symptoms that forever requires management. Rather than finding one's own consciousness and one's own inherent ability and power to be whole and healed. Have you noticed how so many truths are being flushed to the surface now? Can you see how many people are questioning and lies are being exposed individually and collectively? Can you understand that many systems are crumbling? Many, many people now are turning away from these old, outdated, egoic systems and developing, finding, generating and connecting to holistic ones that do empower them. Our health and our choices are to do with consciousness. When we are deeply unconscious, we don't feel whole and we choose instant gratification and quick fixes to try to dull our inner pain rather than deal with our consciousness. We choose and we re-choose unhealthy foods, unhealthy habits and unhealthy people regardless of how much these choices hurt us. And we totally ignore our inner guidance which we've turned away from. In this disconnected state, we believe our worthiness is dependent on outer approval. We hand the sovereign, sovereignty of our inner being away because we aren't listening to it and we don't honour it. We feel disempowered and we don't believe that we can be healthy, whole or loved. 
if we haven't woken up from our slumber. We remain stuck in the programmed cycles of unconsciousness where we are needy, dependent, trapped and sick. We are reliant on love addiction, more stuff to get in debt to, more non-foods to eat, more medication to take, more ways to avoid going within, simply more ways to stay stuck in the loop of forever chasing our tail as we plummet into deeper unconsciousness, disconnection, separation and pain. Merely grasping at false substitutes, trying to claw our way out. People, despite an improved quality of life, are suffering incredible and intense emotional and spiritual starvation. The greater the emptiness on the inside, the more the compulsion to try to fill it up from the outside. When we are conditionally positioned in our minds, we are always precarious. We believe, I can't be happy until this condition is fulfilled. Then we discover, even when that happens, that we're still not happy. This disease has nothing to do with what we are or aren't getting. It's symptomatic of inner separation and emptiness. It's about unconsciousness and both narcissists and codependents suffer from this and in fact our whole world has been modelled on this. So is it any surprise that we have enormous, an enormous epidemic of abuse and abused? Inner emptiness in the energy of this new era of co-creative consciousness is now more quickly than ever, creating the result of the identical inner state. And this is exactly what ancient civilizations talked about, that as this era progresses, it will reach the critical point where people will no longer be able to avoid the truth. I am creating all of this for myself as per my level of consciousness. Naturally, what this means is that blame and shame are futile. And this is exactly the narcissistic model, the unconscious model. I am never responsible for my bad fortune. It's always someone else's fault. And it's a fact that people are feeling more heightened depression, anxiety and emotional disappointment than they ever have. And why is it that even people who seemingly have it all, can be some of the most addicted, self-medicated, depressed and suicide people on the planet. During this massive shift from one era to the next, we're discovering a powerful and unavoidable truth that no amount of getting is working anymore. And now, in this time of intense change, even the false substitutes that represented getting are being ripped away, leaving us with where we need to be to get us and this world healthy. It's leaving us only with ourselves. It's all about waking up from the trance. And this evolution period calls for raising our consciousness. 
the coming out of the trance of separatism, egoic neediness and externalism. Importantly, in this time of transition, we can make it our mission to let go of the false beliefs and the traumas that we've been programmed with, which are not who we really are. And we can inwardly free ourselves to become more and more in tune with our natural inner guidance and our higher self. Then we start to make conscious choices about loving and nourishing ourselves with healthy choices, healthy self-talk and thoughts, healthy food and healthy people. Then we naturally unconditionally love and approve of ourselves non-reliant on what other people do or don't decide to do we honor the sovereignty of our self our true self and we deeply wake up and understand the truth we are the creator of our own experience according to our own level of consciousness Creative consciousness is about oneness. It's about realizing that we are all one. What this means is a quantum physics theory. We are all made up of the same stuff and more than that, we are all connected and we are all a part of the one soul of creation. And some people call it consciousness. Other people call it God. Other people call it the higher power that is the consciousness that operates everything and everyone that is through all of us. Co-creative consciousness and this oneness means we are all not just a part of that, we are that. And this means that what I do to you, I do to myself. It means that every action or non-action I take affects the entire field, the one soul, all that is in some way. It also means that every person I meet and every experience I have is showing me an aspect of myself. And what I don't like in others or in situations represents my own disowned, non-integrated parts. It's representing the parts of me that have not become conscious yet. It means the illusion of separation and that there is something out there happening to me that is disconnected from me is no longer a view that serves me. The Mayans talked about this time of ascension. It's about growing past our needy, starved, disconnected, empty selves trying to fill up from the outside to realize that the very reason we chase stuff was to get a whole fulfilled self. And it was within us all along, non-reliant on conditions outside of us. We are evolving to understanding the incredible, vibrational, big, emotional creators that we really are. And if we are connected as one to the field of life, then the control center of our life is our beingness. It's our level of consciousness. Because it is our beingness that is calling forth what we know as life into our personal experience. So then the real question is, 
Who am I presently being? What is my level of consciousness? And this is the wake up out of the trance, realizing that if we are trying to generate a life from a false, disconnected, separate self, the results are now slapping us hard with more fear, more anxiety and pain, more separation, more need to compete, more unworthiness, more not winning and more coming up empty. So when we look at what does evolution mean, what is it? Evolution could be viewed as Darwin's theory of physical survival. Or maybe we could look at evolution as a deeper, more spiritual purpose. Maybe it's to be closer to God, source and our true nature. Maybe it is to conjoin and know ourselves as oneness, to know our connection to life and each other, rather than operating as separated, empty, lonely, frustrated, competing, distrustful beings. Maybe it is to unleash and connect to our true power, the infinite one mind, the one soul that we are all connected to, not through our logical consciousness, which is incredibly limited. It's actually where our ego resides and takes hold. And most people's minds are their worst enemy. It's through a greater force, a creative beingness and an expansiveness that is connected to the whole. And we can only access this greater beingness from within. The huge irony is in this era of co-creative consciousness, inner freedom and abundance and connection generates outer abundance as a pure, expansive connection to life of my beingness. My level of consciousness is generating my life. And this has got nothing to do with unconscious egoic emptiness, which is I need that personal thing to grant me proof of my own worthiness. The conscious true self is simply expanding and already knows itself as expansion and oneness, non-reliant on physical evidence. Miracles of abundance and well-being emerge from this level of creation which is connected to the whole. The doing and the getting become inspired, radiant and wonderful and harness all of the synchronicity of life as your big true self because you are connected holistically, expansively to the whole in flourishment and nourishing. And when we are the expansion of the flourishing of our true self, we are connected to life holistically and then life benefits as well because through our own expansion and our connection we inject life with well-being and flourishing and expansion. The crucial shifts of eras is incredibly relevant to this community because I believe that we are on the cutting edge. We are shifting gears from survival fear which is all about narcissism into authentic freedom and creation. We're shifting out of the bowels of hell into our true self and our freedom. 
And this new era is not about narcissists or clinging to narcissists. The cycle of narcissistic abuse and being victimized by narcissistic abuse is one of fear, clinging, disconnection from self and being precariously focused outwards to try to gain enough approval or energy to emotionally survive. That is not our soul's truth. It is not who we really are. Is it coincidence that we're in this community together at this time focused on the ultimate shift in consciousness, which is coming out of the clutches of abuse and narcissistic egoic false power in order to claim our true selves, in order to ascend and in order to evolve, to know our true power as authentic, connected, holistic beings. I don't believe it's a coincidence at all. And this evolutionary orientation is totally what myself and the MTE team stand for. So if you enjoy my radio shows and if you want to discover for yourself more about my evolutionary processes, in order to be freed and to become your true holistic self, my next free webinar is on this Friday. And to get to that, you can either go to my blog, which is blog.melanietonyevans.com and you will see your sign-up box to have your free seat in that two-hour webinar or you can go directly to the webinar page, which is melanietoniaevans.com forward slash thank you dash step two, two being the number, dot html. And I'd love you to join in this webinar with me and I'll be talking to you deeply about this shift within yourself, into consciousness, out of unconsciousness, so that you can truly be free of the clutches of narcissism and all of that dense energy that isn't the truth of who we are anymore. So that's it for me for this week and I look forward to answering your comments and questions on the blog that will be out later today. So... Lots of love, everybody, and bye-bye.